This is the Marty Ray Project Chats, and I'm Marty Ray, one of the hosts of this podcast. You might know me from a beard video, a prank call, or a rap song turned acoustic cover. You're a real projector, maybe one of my three original albums as well. Regardless of how you know me now, my whole career actually started with a podcast years ago, before everybody had one and back when podcasts got no respect at all. Times have changed a little, and this is me coming back to my roots in a way. And this time, I'm bringing some friends along with me. Like my co-host, Jim Best, Country Music Hall of Fame steel guitar player and producer. He's a good one. Played on a bunch of legendary country music songs that you probably know, probably heard them. If you don't know either of us, thanks for tuning in anyway. I bet you'll love it. Welcome to the project. Download, subscribe, and rate, whether you love it or not. Sound supplied by Roadcaster Pro. Thank you so much, Road. We love you. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Let's chat. A motocross man, an actor, and has his own show that turns mansions into Cinderella castles. It's called Vanilla Ice Project. And to top it off, he's an Elvis fan, just like me. So he's a good friend of mine now because I did a little something that caused us to cross paths. It's Vanilla Ice. Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you for calling in. Absolutely, Marty. Hey, man. For you, anytime, man. It's an honor to be, you know, on on the show with you, buddy, and, and chatting with uh, a legend that's sitting across with you, man. This is a nice surprise for me, and uh, I, I'm I'm honored. Well, we're the ones that's honored, and uh, absolutely. If you ever get a rap song that you want to put steel guitar on, let Jim know. I would, man. I'm a, let's Marty. You can put you can orchestrate something and put it together, man. Let's do it. You got all those creative juices coming from Memphis over there. You got all that, so put a little bit of that fairy dust on it and make the magic happen. You know, I live in Nashville now. Well, that's the same damn area. That's Music Central right now. That's right. <laughs> so you're on live with uh, my buddy Jim Vest. He's a country music Hall of Fame legend. I don't know if you got into country music too much. I love country music. Are you kidding me? Well, Don't d- forget, you know, hey, I'm a rapper, but I'm from the South, all right? <laughs> that's right, from Dallas. So That's right. Born in Baylor Hospital, man. You, you did, know? did you ever listen to Johnny Paycheck? Oh, of course. Johnny Paycheck, man. Conway Twitty. Are you kidding me? Well, you know this man, on, man. This man, this man sitting across the table from me played steel guitar on every one of those songs. Get out of here. Jim Vest. Look him up. He's a legend. Legend big time, man. If you even was in the same room with George Jones or any of them, you're a legend. <laughs> I did two. I did two albums with George Vanilla. Get out of here, man. I got goosebumps myself right now, brother. I, I love George Jones. I love all of them, man. I mean, all the old stuff, you know. I love it. Uh, it's, it was good to my heart to be able to do those things. Vern Gosden. And, uh, Did you listen to Vern Gosden? Set him up, Joe? Set him up, Joe, back in the day? Yes, sir. What year was that? Uh, 88. Woo, son. You better believe it. Charlie Pride. I remember Charlie Pride around 1988. Remember Charlie? <laughs> he was actually before that too. He's still going. <laughs> you remember Charlie Rich? A uh, Charlie Rich? Heck yeah, I remember Charlie. I Rich. played his last album, Rolling with the Flow. Come on, man. Listen, yes, sir. listen, Rob. So it sounds like we need to do a country song together then. <laughs> well, we man, do. I'm, you say when I'm there. <laughs> well, then uh, tomorrow we come into Miami. You know, Southern oh, boys. Oh. Yeah, I'm from hey, Alabama. Uh, let me uh, I'll see if I can get some extra tickets to the Super Bowl for you guys. Are you going to Super Bowl? 
You better believe it. It's right here in Miami. Well, if you get us tickets, we will be there. That's no lie. <laughs> That's the truth. Uh, let me Man, do. Th- I had to pull some strings for my own tickets. <laughs> I bet. I went to the Super Bowl, uh, the uh, Blackout Bowl. You remember that? The Ravens? Yep, the Blackout Bowl, the Ravens. It was very, very scary when all the when the lights went out. I'll tell you that. I was in that stadium oh, in the in the end zone. We start every show with a fast five. We ask you five questions real fast. You answer them as quick as you can. Come on, let's go. You ready? I'm ready. Favorite snack food? Favorite snack food is, oh my God, man. I'm a vegetarian, bro. You asking me my It can be a vegetable. Food? I mean, it, celery then. Man, all right. Hey, carrots, man, carrots. Hey, ain't yes. nothing wrong with that. Yes, yes. Ain't nothing wrong with carrots. A little boring, but Sorry, you know, ain't nothing bro. wrong with it. Uh, I was expecting something way different. Let me let me ask you it again. Favorite snack food when you were a child? Oh, when I was a child? Yeah. Oh, man, ice cream. Vanilla, always. Vanilla ice cream. It only makes sense. <laughs> it only makes sense. Favorite actor? <laughs> <laughs> Favorite actor, Morgan Freeman. Oh, good choice. Good choice. The screensaver on your phone, I bet I can guess what it is. Let me take one shot at guessing. Come on. Your uh, granddaughter. Not my granddaughter, my actual real daughter. That's not Close, your – I thought that was your – oh, it's, you have a granddaughter well, now, though. I know why you thought that because I'm getting old, but that ain't the truth. That's my one-year-old. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, brother. I got to tell you, man, the plumbing still works. It's showing up does. <laughs> Boy, you really are vanilla ice. That man stays vanilla. <laughs> so hey, I got I got two teenage daughters, and now I got a new one-year-old. So I guess it's more Disney trips, more ice cream, and everything. So <laughs> Nice. Well, that's all good for you because you, you're, you're still a kid at heart anyway, just like me. Well, that's, that's what happens also when you have tequila on a, a, a cruise ship. You know, that's true. <laughs> and, and you land in Mexico and you put a sombrero on and you and a fake mustache and you run around the whole time thinking you're a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I still do that at my house. I don't get to go on the cruise, though. <laughs> hey, cats, dogs or other cats, man. Cats. cats. I, that shocks cats, me, brother. You know why? Because they clean up themselves and they're stealth, man. They're stealth. Mm. Yeah, I always like how they can ambush you know, somebody. That scares me. I, the cats mm-hmm. seem like they're always prowling around trying to hurt you. You know what it, so it seems like to me. Cats? Oh yeah, man. They'll 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 ambush you. I really they'll catch I, you. They, they, they got more ninja skills than a dog. See, I, a dog he just barks and lets everybody know. Hey, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here. A cat? They'll creep on you while you're sleeping. <laughs> I expected you to say like tiger, which that is a cat. I expect you to say like yeah. you got a pet tiger. I, I imagine if I ever come to your house someday that you'll have a pet tiger rolling around. I've already had a pet tiger for 14 years. His name is Jinx the Lynx. And, you- uh, I got a monkey. I got a kangaroo. Got an eagle. Got freaking owls. Got crazy all kinds of things, man. <laughs> I mean, I had a zoo at one time. I'm trying to get rid of all this stuff. This is what happens when you had younger daughters that are now teenagers and all they do is chase boys now they don't care about all that stuff. oh no and I'm, and I'm stuck with all of it <laughs> god chasing boys look everything. i got two daughters but they ain't chasing boys yet that's for sure and and, and when they do i might need you to bail me out hey man, I, I did something that worked really well i told this kid that was dating my daughter i said you know my daughter doesn't take you shopping you got to open the door for her and be a gentleman and you got to take her shopping she doesn't take you the girl don't pay he goes yes sir and I never saw him again. 
<laughs> Never saw him again. Hey, I'm going to use that advice. <laughs> you don't have to clean your guns, man. Yeah. <laughs> the well, old philosophy. Because, you know, they're going to put that $5 in their gas tank or their, their new exhaust system for their car, man. That's right. 15 years old, you're not spending that on a girl. <laughs> that's that's true. What about, so last question for the Fast Five, your favorite Ninja Turtle. See, there's Slow Five. My favorite Ninja Turtle? Yeah. Well, Raphael, man. Really? First initials R A P. Rap. That's all. Oh, that's that's true. That's true. You know, mine is Michelangelo. I always thought he was the coolest, uh, most down to earth. Like to have a good time. Didn't take himself too he, seriously, and he could still kick some butt. You know what I'm saying? I really like him too. That's my second best man. He's. He, you're right about it. He's got the best attitude. Isn't that great? We can pick a turtle based off of what kind of character they are. <laughs> it's really like Raphael is more like me in real life, like, like hard-nosed, rough, gruff type of dude. But yep. I, he was never – I think I always wanted to be more like Michelangelo. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's why I, yeah. I figured you would be more like Michelangelo. No, no, I'm, I'm more like Raphael because I'm way overconfident. Oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> so the question this is a long time coming there's a lot of my fans have uh asked over and over again they say i wonder what what uh, vanilla ice thinks about your cover and i was like well, i always tell them when i see it i say well there's a video of us doing it together that's up and and they ask this all the time and they want they said man i'd i'd love to hear you and vanilla ice have a conversation and i said well maybe that'll happen someday and here we are so, for for the record, tell the people when you first heard my version of your legendary song, you're probably quite possibly the the biggest rap song ever. I would have to say that there's not many people uh, that haven't heard Ice Ice Baby. So you you tell the people what you think, what you thought, and what you think about what I did with it. Oh, you mutilated it! <laughs> oh, now the That's truth not comes what you're out. Expecting, is it? Listen, hey, hey, you killed you. You mutilated it in a great way. You slayed it, in other words. You, you killed it, you know. you Listen, that song, I've heard every remix under the sun. You know, don't forget, I travel around the world, and I've heard 900,000 EDM versions. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I've only heard maybe two or three versions of it actually sung, you know. And with your soul and the way you sing, man, from, from inside, bro, you've got that magic that magic voice man you got it bro and i'm sure you've heard other people tell you that you got it too uh but it translates really well when you sing that song you sing it with so much soul like it needed to be sang in that direction and with that much passion and i've never my friends all over uh instagram twitter all over social media all this stuff man i've never been hit up more in my whole life still today people are just now listening to it and i'm like yeah i knew that about four years ago, you know, they still hitting me up. Nobody's hitting me up more than that one song that you you did the uh, remake for. Unbelievable. That's in, that's incredible. You've you've I, you almost cried when you said that. Like that just makes me happy to hear that hey, for sure. Now I got a real challenge for you. You ready? Let's hear it. I want to see if you can sing the ninja rap. <laughs> oh, hey, you know my children, my daughter, my oldest daughter is one of the biggest turtles fans. So when she saw you in Ninja Turtles two, the old the the original Ninja Turtles movies, she didn't she didn't realize it was you. And I said, "That's that's Vanilla Ice right there." She goes, "Really?" Oh, I said, "Yeah, that's yeah. Vanilla Ice right there in this movie." 
Yeah. And I said, I'm yeah. friends with him. I just played uh, the halftime show over there at Texas Tech, man. And they all knew my songs and they were dancing up and down and ninja rap. The ninja rap, the ninja turtles keeps all the new generation tuned in. Now, it's, that's it's a question amazing. for for a big time. I mean, you're probably, you you might be the biggest turtle fan there is with the tattoos on your legs and, and every vehicle you have, it has turtles on it and everything. And, uh, you know, that's cool. I think that's amazing. That keeps you young. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a turtle geek. But <laughs> the question, you, you, do you like the newer movies or are they, do they you know, repulse you? Um, you know, they don't do either or they don't do anything really for me. They're kind of just, uh, almost like the same part one and part two as before. If you remember, because it's almost the same story with just steroids involved, you know? And a lot of, you know, I, I'm a fan of Michael Bay, but I'm, a, I'm more of a fan when he does, you know, Transformers and other movies like that. But when he, you know, I expected it to be like that because it is like the Ninja Turtles on steroids meets Michael Bay. Yeah. Meet, you know, the Transformers. Uh, will it overtake the old Ninja Turtles? The originals? Absolutely not. Which one do I like better? The old Ninja Turtles by far, by far. But do I like that they kind of, you know, did some sort of re-release on it and it's still going? Yeah, I got to like that, that it still kind of fuels the, the buzz out there, you know, to keep the new generation into it or whatever it, whatever it takes. You know, we grew up to it and our kids are growing up to it. So it's got to evolve in some sort of way. But I say bring back the old turtles. What do you say? When the, when the old turtles came out, it was like when you remember when Batman first came out? Oh, yeah. But like, I don't know when that's older than the hills, bro. When did that? I don't even know when that. No, I'm saying, do, would, would do you remember the the when that was like the first comic book movie to ever like actually go to what the theater? Year? Now that's one of them dang internet questions. What what year did it come out? Is that like the that's before Spider Man, isn't it? No, that was before all of them. Like Batman right. one with Michael Keaton came out, I think in right the late eighties. Best one oh, yeah, I'll take that back. Superman was first. Superman was first, and Batman was next. Yeah, Superman came out oh. in, like, the 70s. That's true. You youngins okay. don't know how to reach back that far. <laughs> yeah, but in my life, when that Batman came out, it changed everything. It was dark, and Tim Burton directed it. Anyway, I'm I'm actually happy, and I look forward to every single Turtle movie that comes out. And I, I actually love the Turtles. I don't like the way they changed the story, the original story of it. And I'm hoping that the new one that they're working on now actually goes back to the roots of the, the story. But as far as the yeah. Turtles being, I love how Raphael was bigger than the other ones. It seems like he would be in real life. You know, because the Turtles were always in everything, every the cartoon, the comic books, the movies, they were always the same size, which which wouldn't be the case if they were humanoid, you know, type of creatures because we're all different. So I actually liked the fact that they made them all different sizes. But I didn't like their I didn't like the way their eyes look. They look kind of creepy. Some Listen, it, here's the thing: it is it's too much CG, man. Too much CG and not enough reality. You know, right? You need more reality and less CG because everything's kind of like a a real clean, high definition cartoon instead of having like real guys in suits that are acrobats and robotic mouth movements and stuff like the originals. Those were the coolest. They Did had you, 20, 20 people to move the mouth and the eyebrows and the eyes on each one of them. It was unreal. Yeah, but you know they're never going back to that. 
yeah, because it costs too much money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's too easy to CGI things now, you know. Yeah, too but, easy. Um, I'm happy that the turtles are still in in existence and they're still getting love because that's why my children know who they are because of those movies. Yeah. And then that made my oldest daughter then revert back and start looking up the old cartoon and started reading some of the old comics. So I'm happy about that. Well, that's that. the good thing is that the young generation, it does make them look back at the old one. And that when they do, like my kids, even the same, they saw it. Their first introduction was the newer Ninja Turtle movie. And uh, then they went back and looked at the old one. But here's the funny thing. They all say, and I haven't heard one person yet say they like the new Turtles better than the old one. Well, I definitely don't like it better. That's definitely not. No, the, the hype behind. I, I've never heard one. Yeah. Well, I'll, say, I'll say this. I like the new Turtles better than the number three, TMNT three. Three what's was. Your favorite, uh, what's your favorite uh, Batman? My favorite Batman is Batman one. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Who? Michael Keaton, yeah, the first Batman. Hell yeah. He, I don't. There was just something. There was just something about him. Like, I don't know if yeah. it was because I was a kid then, and that was the first introduction. Like, he was forever Batman for me. And then they had all those other ones in there. It was just lame. Like George Clooney being Batman, Val Kilmer. It just got weird, man, yeah. for a while. Yeah. Until until Christopher uh, Nolan uh, came out with his movies. Uh, so let me let's move on from the movie. We could sit here and talk about that all day. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so uh, first off, I've always wondered. I've not, never have asked you this. I, I want to know when you were when you were starting out. Like, who were your role models, your mentors, the people that made you want to be, you know, an artist? I grew up to uh, basically funk. So it was Parliament, Funkadelic, Rick James, Zap, Roger Troutman. I wouldn't have thought and, that, uh, but I, I, then I, that, I can that see whole, that now. You know, what happens is then those movies came out like Breaking and Beat Street and stuff, and I was right there breakdancing, man. So I would chase the girls around the mall, eat some pizza, and make about 40 bucks a day spinning <laughs> on my head. You, and I'm going to tell you right now, it was the best time ever. <laughs> you were a dancing fool, that's for sure. And I guess you still are. You, you still dance. It hurts more. Does it hurt more? <laughs> he got a little quiet there. You, you, you got to take a little Jared tall now to get through the shows, or yeah, not quite. Old, not that old, not that, not yet. <laughs> I remember uh, when when we did the show in uh, Boca Raton together. I remember watching you practice your dance moves with your team, and I was I was actually fascinated that that still went on. That you actually were involved in it. Not that there was dancing, but that you were actually still involved with it. I was impressed. Well. You know, you got to orchestrate everything. We got a, we got a whole show, a theatrical show that goes on on stage. You've seen it, man. It's got I don't know what's coming out next behind me. We got seven foot tall eight, dancing polar bears and all kinds of pyrotechnics and water flying everywhere and clowns and uh, ninja turtles. You even have the turtles. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, all wow. the turtles come out. I mean, it's a circus up there. So we, we got to orchestrate it some sort of way. So I don't bump into everybody. Are you still are you still signed with uh are you still on the Insane Clown Posse's label? Well, I'm always on there cuz I'm a, I'm I'm a juggalo at heart, so I produced a few songs with them and uh and we we did some stuff on Forgotten Freshness 4, but yeah, I'm a full-on juggalo, so I'm uh I'm tied in with that forever, you know. Especially I like with uh, the music and the wrestling part of it. I'll tell you what I like about them. I'll be honest with you. I never was a big fan of Insane Clown Posse. I was a, a Vanilla Ice fan. Um, but 
was never a ICP fan, but I didn't. I do know their story, and I do. It takes a special. You have to understand it and get into that type of dark humor. It's like horror flicks. Yeah, know? it is it's horror flicks and music. That's all it is. And people, you know, they take it too serious and dissect it in certain ways and stuff, and they get scared of it. But you know, it's it's not PG. It's not PG music. But there's a lot of stuff that's not PG music. Jesus, I mean, come well, on. nowadays for sure. You know, I mean, all of, all of hip-hop is not PG anymore. So None of it. <laughs> yeah, like every bit of it none is not. None of it. I mean, you know, but here's the great thing about, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but and I listen to some of the new hip-hop and everything. There's some good music out there for cruising and stuff, and it's got more of an R&B type feel to it, you know, and like Drake and Future and stuff. And then it's good for listening to it, but then I've, I'm like, you know what? I throw on some old school, man, and I, there is nothing that makes you want to dance better more than the old school hip-hop we got down man we invented the house party the block party in the 90s and people forget how to dance man they dance like they're jumping on a video game or something it's not really yeah it's not really about <laughs> dancing anymore hip-hop back back when you were when you were doing it like in that day when you first started that's all it was about getting people to dance yep, yep. And, and they don't do turn, turntables no more either no more scratching none of the new hip-hop has like you know, no, no scratching. It's gone. DJ is gone inside of it. It's all digital. <laughs> that's what uh, That's what Jim Vest here, that's what his whole life was about. His legacy is basically one of the things is a group called Nashville Cats, and that's all they did was make people dance. Ain't that right, Jim? Best thing to do, man. Oh, yeah. I never could dance because I was always behind the guitar, but I like <laughs> to watch them dance, that's for sure. That's it. You get the energy from them. You enjoy their company, and they enjoy you. So oh, that's man, what it's all about. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I gotta, I gotta bring this up because people ask, they they comment this, and uh, I know this. I actually think I know the story, the real story, but I'd like for you to tell it. Uh, it's the story about Suge Knight. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you get asked it all the time. Can you? Can you give clarity to, you know, the people say things like, well, he held you out the window and stuff like that and tried to steal your song. That's None of that's true, is it? Uh, no. They took a little truth to something, and they stretched it, man. He never hung me from no balcony or nothing like that. He was uh, he hang on one second. I'm picking up a package at the, at the mail at the post office here. Go ahead. Anyway, let me uh, finish this Suge story real quick. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got my hands full of a big... Uh, I got all this mail in my hands. I had no idea I had this much stuff here. Um, they stretched it, you know. They polished it all up. And uh, they make it into something that, you know, sounds more appealing to the audience listening or to the, for the readings and stuff. So, you know, this happened 30 years ago. I understood who he was, you know, Suge. And, uh, you know, everybody had to pay to play in his city, so to speak. And, uh, you know, it's the price I had to pay. So I met him. He took a little, uh, little bit of the action. And, uh, you know, my fee was basically, uh, I was never upset about it. You know, it's funny how the media makes it and stuff, because you got to understand, man, I sold 163 million records. I made more money than I ever, ever thought. I knew rap music was gangster. So I figured, hell, this is just a price I got to pay along the way for success. I paid it. I moved on. And it's just funny how they polish up the story and it still has to be answered today, but never was hung from a balcony or nothing. I knew who he was. I understood everything. You know, and uh, I signed the papers to, you know, basically for protection. 
uh, pretty much against him <laughs> from him. <laughs> so did he did he did approach you then and made you pay like oh, yeah. basically pay protection. I was a part of that. Listen, I invested in some of the greatest hip hop music ever produced. If it wasn't for the money that he got from me, he put it directly into Tupac. He put it directly into the Chronic Records. Some of the greatest hip hop ever made came from you know my first record to the extreme. Well, let me thank you for that. Uh, for, for doing that because uh, I was a big Tupac fan uh, back in the day. Anyway, so we got that out of the way. He's a good dude. What is going yeah. on? What's going on with your life right now other than the Vanilla Ice Project on, is it DIY or home? Yeah, it's on both of them, HGTV, DIY. Okay. Same. All right. Um, still doing that and uh, got a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you know it, but I, I collect cars. I've got everything from a 1903 Cadillac and Oldsmobiles to uh, I got Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s very first race race car. Really? Uh, restored by Richard Petty. Yeah, man, this car is Son crazy. Of a it's called the Saturday Night Special. So I got a car show coming out called Mythical Ride, and that's going to be on History Channel in the third quarter for this year. Man, you so always doing be, something. Uh, I'll be watching that. I love cars, man. <laughs> Me too. You're going to love this show, man. This is like a treasure hunt for the most exotic, rarest of all cool story cars. You know, we got Elvis. Uh, we got an Elvis car on there that's one of the rarest. You know, we've seen a lot of the ones that are public, but not one that's been sitting for, you know, 50 years. We've nice. got one. Uh, we got we got Evil Knievel's first, uh, that, that rocket cycle where he tried to jump Snake River Canyon. <laughs> wow. That, that thing, Charlie Sheen's, uh, Charlie Sheen's stunt double in all of his movies actually had that. And I ran into him and he told me about it and I said, we got to film that. I said, nobody's seen it. He was not since 1974. I said, wow. We got to get that thing. He says, it's still there, man. <laughs> Golly. Well, you, the, to live your life for a day would be amazing. It's just cool. The stories, you know, the cars have so much kind of stories behind them and stuff. It's fun to, you know, I have a passion for it. It's just a hobby, but it's fun, you know. Well, don't ever get James Dean's old car. <laughs> well, I'd love to have that car. That old Porsche 918. They say it's, it's, they say it's cursed. It? Well, I believe that. They say that's, that's, that, part of, that's part of the coolness of it. There's actually a story that they actually ended up uh, dismantling that car. And then there was other cars that were buying the parts from that car. And whatever car that the parts got put on, something bad happened to that vehicle. Either the person driving got killed or they got injured really bad. Isn't that crazy? Hey, man, listen, I, I, look, I watched Christine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you like, hey, I know Stephen King's books. I know all about it. I've read them all. <laughs> I'm born. I'm born on Halloween. I know the, the scariness of it. <laughs> hey, what was the name of that show that's coming out again? One more time, so I so I know what Myth- Jim knows. You got it. Mythical rides on History Channel, and it's coming out on Sundays between nine and twelve. Nice. Well, listen. If you ever need music, I know a guy. If you ever need music for the show. <laughs> if it's a little bit country, I can help you. Yeah. We, I love that. Heck yeah. Before we uh we, we like to we like to end uh every show. We don't want to keep you too long. I know you're busy, man. You're making ten shows, you never sleep. Every time I've ever texted you, you're up. So <laughs> I don't know what I don't know how you even function. I think you might be a robot. Um <laughs> but you gotta charge your batteries, brother. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta charge them. We do a thing called unbelievable facts, right? And this uh, this unbelievable fact for this episode seems so fitting for you. This unbelievable fact is 
Japan is facing a shortage of ninjas. Apparently, there's a demand for ninja shows, and they can't find enough real ninjas to fill the roles. Now, my question to you is, when are we going to make a ninja show in Japan? Well, that's a unique question, man. And, you know, all it takes is a little ninjanuity. Well, you're a ninja. <laughs> ninjanuity. Look at it, boy. You got the words, man. You got the words. You, uh, you're a ninja already, so you, they need to holler at you. It. They need to holler at hey, you. I can send it out on the ninja hotline, man, and we can all show up and blow up. That's we, how we can make it happen. We got to do it. Hey, uh, before we go, one more thing. Uh, what's a question? You've done, who knows, probably millions of interviews. What's a question that you've never been asked, but you wish that they would have asked you? Everyone you just asked me. I've never been asked these crazy questions. I love it. Short image of ninjas in <laughs> Japan. <laughs> <laughs> then, then my job is complete. Jim, you got anything? That's, yeah, I just want to. I just wanted to say what a pleasure it is to to visit with you and listen to you talk. And and uh, oh, man, I like so many of the things that you're doing. Uh, the wife and myself, we've been watching your shows the way you've been redoing these mansions. And uh, one yeah. of her big shows was uh, the Fixer Upper. And then we moved up yep. to your deal, you know, which is high class. But anyway, oh, I appreciate that. my pleasure to be able to talk to you and visit with you. Oh, and, uh, thank you for watching, my friend. It's my pleasure and my honor to talk with you and uh, and Marty as well, man. You guys are awesome people, and, and, you know, we all share in common the poetry and the music, man. That's what it's all about, and that's it what is. keeps our lives in harmony. Man. It, it keeps is. Us in harmony. So, so thank you. Jim, I, I was actually going to be on one of his episodes of his vanilla ice project and i'm hoping that it still happens someday well so maybe i'll take you with me hell yeah hey i got well i got pool belts for both you guys you let us know <laughs> i'll sit in the shade and hand y'all lemonade you- <laughs> <laughs> with a little tequila in the bottom i'll come there and roll jim go. around hey. i'll roll jim right. around in the wheelchair and he'll make him hammer some stuff <laughs> okay all right <laughs> sound like fun to me good. Hey, before the last thing, before I go, we got to collaborate soon, brother. I love you to death, and uh, just your song has has launched my career. Uh, so I just feel like we should do something together at some point. I mean, I know you're busy, but just I'm whenever, anytime, brother. You when, just just you know, we'll let the magic happen, and and like like I said, you know, sprinkle a little fairy dust on it, and we'll we'll pull the magic out and make something happen. I don't have any fairy dust, but I got beard dust, and I'm sprinkling it right now. <laughs> there you go. Dang, a little salt and pepper on it. Spice That's it right. up, brother. <laughs> All right, bro. We'll let you go. You guys be good. Chicken with you, man. Have a great rest of the day. VIP you, all day, baby. I love you. All day. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go, Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go, Go, Go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, go, 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 it's a green machine, gonna rock a town without being seen, you ever seen a turtle get down, slamming and jamming to the new swing sound, yeah, everybody let's move, and the ice is here, the new jack room, coming to the rock metal place, Looking in the party with the turtle bass, ice man. You know I ain't playing. Devil's take a show that the turtle saying. Go ninja, 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 go
Challenge accepted, Rob. If y'all like the arrangement that I threw together of Ninja Rap at the end of this episode, then you have to subscribe, rate, and comment. Even if you don't like the arrangement, then do that stuff anyway. And also, be sure and let me know all the things I screwed up on in this episode, please. Thank you, Vanilla Ice, for calling in and chatting with us for a little bit. Love you, brother. Follow Vanilla Ice wherever social media is if you don't already. Last but not least, thanks so much to Rode for supplying the sound for this show. Love you.